With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From the audio caverns of Meltdown Comics, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden. Hello and welcome to Two Packs a Week, the trading card comedy show. This is the show where I open up weird, retro, invading trading cards with friends of mine. He's a comedy writer and producer. He puts on the Green Gravel Comedy Festival in Iowa. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Lee Keeler. Hi. How's it going, Lee? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Good to have you. Yes. We tried to get you on earlier in the show's run. Uh-huh. It didn't work out. No, that wasn't happening. That wasn't happening. I was in a cave. <laughs> you were deep inside I your own audio cave of sorts. the Iowa audio cave. <laughs> yeah. I was also preparing Night Talk with Martin Starr. Night Talk with Martin Starr? <laughs> yes. What's Night Talk with Martin Starr? There's another show I produce. <laughs> the Steve Allen Theater. Who is Martin Starr? He plays Guilfoyle on Silicon Valley. That guy's great. He is great. A man and I have tried to get tickets to the show, and it seems like it gets booked so fast. Yes. It's just crazy, people yes. buying these tickets. So if you're in the L.A. area, make sure to check out Night Talk. Night Talk with Martin Starr. We don't have a website yet. I'm going to do it. You don't need a website these days. No, you you just need buzz. Well, <laughs> we're going to have a box full of angry bees really soon. Well, soon you're going to have a box full of trading cards. What? Because we're opening up two packs of crazy trading cards. This week we have Desert Storm Victory Series trading cards. Yes. This wasn't the Defeat Series. Yeah, there are multiple. Everybody hates the Defeat Series. Did they make the Defeat Series for the guys who lost? I remember as a kid talking to other kids about Desert Storm, and everybody said the same thing. It was like, none of our guys died. All mm. their guys died, but none of our oh, guys died. Wow. Bazinga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. We also have Baseball's Greatest Grossouts. Yeah. Collect all 88 stickers. I don't quite know what that means. Lee. Is that? Lee. Yeah. I'm going to need you to collect all 88 stickers. All 88 stickers. <laughs> yeah. They're all stickers. They're all stickers. And you can only use them once. Right. And you better get them all. It's nine full color stickers and one stick of bubble gum. Oh, yes. On the back of these cards, well, I think it's cut off, but it just says blows bigger bubbles. And then it's Super Bubbles candy. It's a little piece of oh, Super is Bubbles that candy. Oh, is that really? I've never seen bubbles. a thing that advertises the gum. I know. If anything, they hide the gum. They're just like, okay, we're obliged to have gum. Yeah. We're just going to stick it in and hope they throw it away. Yeah, what are we going to do with this gum? Guest always gets to choose which pick you want, Desert Storm or Gross Outs. I'm honored, and I think we know which one I'm going to choose. My father was in the military. He did not go to Desert Storm because he was in the Guard. Uh, so you're going to want the baseball I Gross Outs? I want Desert Storm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 
All right, well, I'll start us off here with baseball's greatest gross ads. The cover, we have some sort of, like, walrus-human hybrid man with one giant fat arm. Yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. Wow, we open it into the mic. Open into the oh, mic. Oh, God. Okay, so oh, one shit. gross thing is that the wrapper looks like it has a shit stain inside oh, of it. Oh, my God. Skidmark wrapper. Look at this. Oh, Look how man. gross that is. That's amazing. The gum is so shitty that it shit the wrapper. <laughs> that is something right oh, there. Man. Can I smell this? You should. Let oh. me smell the gum. No. Why yeah, it smells know? like house paint. These are all gross monster baseball players. I would say the art style, it's like very 90s indie comics-y, like colored pencil kind of look to the This coloring. guy did not get hired to draw Spawn. So he's like, <laughs> I'll show you, Todd McFarlane. <laughs> That's, I've got my own projects. <laughs> so I have a gentleman by the name of Elvis Pelvis. So this is a monster with four eyes with a green streak of hair, but with like what looks like a tumor head. Are those tusks? They're tusks. His tongue has an eye on the end of it. And the ladies love Elvis. The ladies love their Elvis. Because he's got a creepy eye he's got on the, his tongue. He's got his eye on you. He's got all five of hell? his eyes on you. It almost looks like the mandrill creature from Big Trouble in Little China. It does look like that. related. Height 5'10", weight 175 pounds. He's a star player. His position that's not, is that's not star player. Yeah, that's uh, that's not even a parody of baseball. That's just someone doesn't know baseball. Try that, reaching. That sounds like a Russian mom wrote the back of this. He is a man with pants. <laughs> it's pants man. He plays pants position. Outstanding characteristics. Wears the only blue suede cleats in baseball. Oh. So again, this is supposed to be an Elvis parody, but he just looks like a tumor. He just looks well, gross. He and I, I like that the extent of their parody work just involves blue suede, star, and then some kind of weird he, tongue. His off-season job as he impersonates himself in nightclubs. Oh, man. He's apparently the first player on the team to hold 19 different records. Six rock records, three country and western records. But here's the thing. Again, there's they no music. He, there's nothing here no. that makes me think that he's a musical That's baseball right. yeah. player. He does it. He's not batting with a guitar. Right. He's not using his hair grease, his pine tar, and the ball. And then when they mention the other genres, they don't mention that he did gospel, which Elvis actually did yeah, in a lot of his career. See, And he served in the military, so he should be in the Desert Storm. both of these. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Elvis Pelvis showed up, the photo <laughs> version of this character showed up in the Desert Storm? Oh, my cards. God. <laughs> this is how we won with packs. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> we created a race of this was the super secret. monsters. What do you got there? Okay, mine, coincidentally, all the ones you gave me have no stats on the back. They're oh. all part of a large puzzle. Great. Which I think is supposed to make you want to buy more, but it actually just frightens me. <laughs> Makes like, you want to buy fewer. Yeah. I mean, the first one I'll pull is Moosehead Melvin. Moosehead Melvin. Great. And I can appreciate this because he has two gloves. These are like catcher's mitts. Right. Covering his ears. And then... His um, ears are so large that they're being covered with mitts, and they sort of look like antlers. Like antlers, straight up. So this one isn't the worst. And then he's got a major overbite that goes all the way down, so it resembles a moose. And then he's got a third eye, which mooses don't have. <laughs> a third eye that we can't see. Yeah. I mean, they do have third eyes. Yeah, I wonder if spiritual. it's... Spiritual. <laughs> I guess it's a, a blind third eye. <laughs> do, 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 do
Stupid semi-moose kind of life. <laughs> baseball. <laughs> Moose head Melvin kind of life. Baseball. A baseball. <laughs> I've got Chainsaw Jason here. Chainsaw Jason just looks like fat Jason. He just looks yeah, like kind of an out of shape Jason, but he's up to bat with a chainsaw. They should see. spell it Jason Borges, but then B-O-A-R. Like or B-O-R-E. Yeah, Borges. Borges. Mm. Mm. You know, I think that actually there are horror parody cards. I learned about them recently. I'm going to try to get him on the show. And I bet you anything, Jason Voorhees is part of it. Let's see. We got some stats on Jason. He is 3'7", but he looks taller. And he's 68 pounds. He looks heavier. But that doesn't make sense. Look at the proportions. That means the base that he's next to would have to be (laughs) tiny. Right. And also the dugout, too, behind him. These guys would also have to be super tiny. This makes no sense. Let's see. Position. He's the team hacker. Oh, get it? Get it? Cause but no, hacks. no computer stuff. No, he's he. His characteristics are he's hacking and slashing his way across the base paths. He's a real cut up, and very very sharp. Get it? Jesus. Sharp knives because he, he kills you. I've got one here, Whirlwind Walter. He has a wind-up pitch that is so intense, it has wound his entire body up. Oh, jeez. His physical flesh has been contorted into a gross nightmare yeah, here. his spine is just a straight-up stripper pole. I want to point out that none of these monsters are taller than I am so far. What? I am 5'8", and so far, every one of these characters has been less than 5'8", well, which would is think really funny. monsters would be big. Yeah, you would think so, but not these ones. This one's 5'7", and let's say 180 pounds. His position is here, there, and everywhere. Oh, let's not- put the Beatles in. <laughs> let's just toss the Beatles in, because I like the Beatles. Listen, we had Elvis. Yeah. Elvis liked the Beatles. They I, met actually, each other. Was, they met each other, but he was more of a Led Zeppelin guy. He liked mm. those guys. There was a respect, There though. was respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's respect, Lee, <laughs> between the Beatles <laughs> and Elvis. <laughs> let's see. Outstanding characteristics. He's the fastest man on the team. He can hit a grounder, run it out to field it, and then throw himself out at first base. Oh, get it? That makes no sense. That he winds himself up and then he runs to every position. This, no. If anything, he seems like he'd be less mobile. Yeah. <laughs> having he would be wound unwinding himself. Up. himself. <laughs> right. I would say for additional stuff, he could be like a tornado that like cleans the dugout or something. Right. Like just use two seconds of, I don't know, <laughs> create cre- a thought. <laughs> Creativity. <laughs> Creative thought. I like that. This, his off-season job is he's a waiter at a Catskill Mountains Resort Hotel. I guess what they're implying is that you'd have to be able to twist and turn. Hey, the Catskills are so nuts. Guess what else this card is hanging? In the kitchen at my favorite restaurant. What's it called? Banachburns. In the Catskills. It hangs in the kitchen to this day. It's covered in grease and BHT. It's such a specific, weird thing to put on the kitchen. What a weird shout. It's not like kids are going to be, oh, yeah, that Catskills reference. They really nailed it. (laughs) Yeah. All kids love and understand the Catskills. (laughs) What else you got there? Um, Okay. I did these guys. I've got one called Skinny Vinny. Skinny Vinny. And what he is, is I actually don't like looking at this one. (laughs) Um, You know why? He looks like the Brundlefly when the Brundlefly was done, but like more fangs. Oh, yeah. Like when he's putting the spoilers, when he's putting the shotgun into his 
fucking face at the end <laughs> and asking Gina Davis to murder him. <laughs> this is what it looks like, but with a baseball glove. That's cool. I mean, because some horror is fun, but like that horror is not fun. I don't want to watch The Fly again. No. I don't need to. Once that is was enough. Fucked. That was really traumatizing. But luckily, the Canadians know that children just want to check this out. Yeah, they just want to check it out, see him play some ball. Jesus, I'm putting it face down. Yeah, put it face wanna... down. Don't think okay. about it. Try not to think about it tonight as you go to bed. God. I've got another, I guess, serial killer. Here's Mark the Maniac. That just sounds like any baseball player in any sure, Yeah, Mark the Maniac could be just a legit that baseball player. That sounds like a roommate. Is. Yeah, it's like Mark the Maniac, another no, famous party. I'm going to go hang with Mark the Maniac. <laughs> He's got giant spiky teeth. His mouth opens super wide, and his tongue sticks out super long. I feel like there's a lot of similar characteristics among these monster players. Right. This is an interesting thing, though. The, the guy has cleats that are super long. Oh. So he's got the cleats in your he's face. He's got monster teeth he's, for cleats. He's going to use his cleats to gouge your yeah. eyes out or, or something eat. like that. Like he could use them to masticate food. There's <laughs> a lot of things he could do with those cleats. I agree with you. Teeth. Mark the Maniac is five foot six. Man. Why are they all so, so the short? The guy who runs this thing was like, <laughs> I want them all around my size. <laughs> his position is the designated psycho. Fine. I mean, but there's a lot of size. I feel like a lot of these players could play that. Well, position. but at least they use, like, designated hitter. Like, right. with this star one, that's just not even a thing. <laughs> no, it's not even a thing, guys. His off-season job, do you want to guess what his off-season job yeah, his off-season is? His off-season job is he I'll is- I'll give you a hint, it's uh, another one of your fields of interest. Okay, he works at a chili dog place. <laughs> Good guess. He's a punk rock musician. He's a punk rock musician. Yeah, he's a punk rock musician. Of course he is. He's known for his zany behavior on the field, like setting fire to the dugout and murdering the opposing pitcher. <laughs> Does it mention music anywhere else? Nope, or like, not a, not a chance. Skill they're or... just, but basically what they're trying to say is that punk rock musicians are maniacal murderers. They are. With teeth for feet on the bottom of their shoes. By the way, my favorite punk rock band, Teeth for Feet. Thank you. It's a great I love band. They open for Tears for Fears. I know. I love really, Teeth for Feet. I love it when the bands have synergy, when the opening act and yeah. the headliner have synergy. The full body tour is what it was called. <laughs> I've got a very fancy gentleman here by the name of Four Eyes Freddy. Okay. He sort of looks like a man frog. Multiple eyes. Well, Lots of eyes a, on these guys that's such here. such a Star Wars alien. Yeah, I know. This Come is basically a Star Wars alien that they dressed up in a suit and a little cap and got uh, monocles. And he's got these weird slug eyes. Yeah. Coming off the side of his frog face yep. are two worms that I, end in eyes. I feel like this is the only actual monster we've had. Everyone else has just been very murderous. Horrible murderers. Yeah. That's well, a fir- monster. Yeah, this is a solid monster Thank guy. Thank you. All right. Oh, hey, we did it. This one's 5'9". So this is one guy is one inch taller than I Thank am. Through that greasy glass ceiling. Let's see. Here we go. His position is the seeing eye umpire. Do umpires have cards? They do now. Always. (laughs) They do now. (laughs) My favorite card. I only collected umpire cards. Yeah, me too. They were hologram umpires. (laughs) That was the best. You're out here. (laughs) Applying that the out goes into the, Uh, out of the card. Oh yeah, Bert the out (laughs) scout. I love that guy. He calls each play the way he sees it. Trouble is, he's so blind he can't see it. But that's weird because he's wearing glasses. Oh, yeah, his eyes are a little lazy. I can right? see that now. So poor choice That's for what umpire. makes him an umpire because mm-hmm. umpires don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't do anything. His off-season job is he designs.
designed the exits on the L.A. freeway. Really? Yeah. Ah, that's a good you car. Know what? That's, that's a good, actually a good car. You know what? That's the first I, solid yes, joke. And that, that right. is true. L.A. exits are terrible. Yeah, the Lake Avenue exit up on the 210. It's worse. I call it the zipper. Well, now you can call it the Four-Eyed Freddy <laughs> The Four-Eyed exit. Freddy exit. Because he designed it. That's perfect. Hey, we got to take a seventh inning stretch. What? We'll be right back with two packs a week. What? Okay, here we go. We're busting this open. This is the Desert Storm Victory Series Coalition for Peace. Coalition for Peace. Not a coalition for oil. All kids love Stop coalitions. Stop saying it's a coalition for oil. Yeah. How Stop saying that. How dare you, sir? Oh, man. Is it a card of Oh, us? my God. It's got Saudi military flag. Oh, no. I love this. And then that's part of a puzzle piece on the back. If it's you this... took that card, just that card, on an airport and they found yeah, you. You're to... dead. You, yeah, you're, you're dead. You would be suspended this. in security. Yeah. You'd be like, but they're from Desert Storm or have it, have, it, have it in your wallet. And they're like, can you see your ID? You're like, yeah, let me just get my Allah. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're done. Oh, no. Here's, you're not going on Southwest today. Here's the sword of Mohammed. <laughs> <laughs> but I got them in Desert Storm trading yeah, cards. I was... We're celebrating the great victory of America. Holy God. But the other side, this puzzle piece doesn't look like it has well, anything. It's, it's just murky it's, with glue. It's just glue, really. The glue, glue on mur- the surface of the trading card is by far the most prominent thing in this. It has an orange stripe on it, and yeah. then it's black. Heck, hand me uh, some of those cards. Yeah, how many? There. You want half here? Yeah, what we're good. doing. Here we go. Why don't you uh, kick us off here? First of all, I'd like to let you know that the format is typical framework like baseball cards, and the frame itself is desert camouflage, which is wonderful. It kind of is the color of s'mores. Great. Which is weird. It was the <laughs> s'mores war? <laughs> S'mores Wars. That could be a show on a cooking channel. In the S'mores Wars? S'mores Wars. That's such a good... Two chefs have to take crazy ingredients and I'm make the I'm going to take you to the desert and we're going to have the S'mores Wars. <laughs> the way things are headed with weed and reality and cooking shows, I really think S'mores Wars might happen. I think we got a new show okay, on our hands. Thank you. There we, we go. got a hint. We, we came up a... with this thing in Phoenix with yeah. this idea. We, I was there. I have to give Lee credit. But it was yours, but... I was there being like, yes, yes, you have to do this. <laughs> good idea, good idea. All right, well, then this I'll be the happy to one. be on S'mores Wars in eight months. Okay, all right, I have Lieutenant General Horner. First of all, he's a lieutenant, which I thought was a lower rank, and then a general, which I thought was a supreme rank. Yeah, I don't see how somebody could be both. I thought you um, would go from one to the other, yeah, but military's wacky. I get to read the back. This is cool. This is number 159. What's he doing on the front he there? He is pointing to an old tube TV screen because of technology. Right. Looks like he's pointing to an Atari game. Yeah, he's pointing to an Atari game, and actually this is probably where he wants the best falafel to be delivered from, (laughs) to the camp. By the way, let's just do this real quick, because now, because of the internet and everything, I respect and love everyone who serves in our armed forces. Agreed, me too. My father was in it, my cousin-in-law Robin served. Okay, so that's that. General Charles Horner heads the Air Force at U.S. Central Command during Operation Desert Storm. After rising through the ranks, piloting the nation premier fighting jet. Lieutenant General Horner has been air commander of the U.S. forces in the Middle East for nearly four years. He now commands and coordinates over 1,800 U.S. warplanes, as well as 400 planes from members of the coalition nations. I like how <laughs> the guys at the end, they're like, we have 2,000 warplanes. Mm. France has like 100. <laughs> so it is a coalition, <laughs> but it's really mostly us. 
<laughs> we got our international support, but we're pretty much doing what? all the heavy lifting what? here. If you're bothering to mention a coalition and the <laughs> unity, why would you be like, there's 2,000 of us, and then just like kiss You can't kiss see, but bicep. it does say kiss bicep as part of the description of the card. <laughs> and then the <laughs> the French warplanes. What do you got? I've got the LVTP. It does say that. It's some kind of open air tank, I'd like but it's like a convertible tank. This was before digital fixing, because this is a really dark picture. Like, yeah, this looks like a baby sandcrawler from Tatooine. <laughs> I like that our understanding of these cards is only through the prism of Star Wars. Yes, Why didn't we just get Star Wars, Wars cards? cards? Let's see. The LVTP, which is the Landing Vehicle Tracked Personnel, is an ambitious assault vehicle. Its purpose is to transport Marines from ships offshore to beaches. Oh, and okay. if necessary, to carry them inland. This was before Lyft. So nowadays, yeah, you would yeah. just call Lyft just for call, the Marines. Yeah, and they yeah, would, Uber. Right. You'd be like, Uber, Uber, we've got 100 <laughs> Marines. They need to go to a ship. This is a party tank. This is party You could tank. have a crazy party on the top of this tank. Yeah, that's all that's for. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> what do you got? Okay, I got the Chaparral Missile Launch System. This is card number 131, the Chaparral Missile Launch System. I got to use the voice. The Chaparral Air Defense System is designed to protect forward area battle troops from low-flying enemy aircraft. The heart of the system is its fire-and-forget capability. Fire-and-forget. Fire forget, forget what? Forget that you fired a missile. <laughs> <laughs> did, it. did you fire off that missile? Uh, I, I can't remember. Ooh. It's a fire-and-forget missile. Does it just so come with tons and tons of hardcore alcohol? <laughs> okay. This just sounds like a fake. I think it's real. So it's a missile that goes up and then shoots other missiles. And then you just forget about it. <laughs> I like the forgetting about it part. That's forget my favorite Forget about part. it. Forget about a missile. <laughs> hey, hey. The missiles put horse heads into different yeah, people's yeah. bedrooms. <laughs> That's what it's designed The mini missiles will then deploy horse heads. <laughs> So Amanda Meadows, a guest on the podcast previous, is here in the studio and is informing me that one of the planes that we drew, the FA-18, is one that her father worked on as an engineer in the Air Force. That's super cool. The ends of the wings are just straight-up stinger missiles. <laughs> They're just... It's like, yeah, let's throw a couple more yeah, missiles Yeah, you know what there. I want on this? <laughs> All right, Lieutenant General, I don't want to see wheels without grenades that fly out of them. All right, I want the wheels full of steel. <laughs> so in case we gotta drop the wheels, stuff some grenades yeah. inside the chair in the cockpit. Yeah, Make you gotta <laughs> eject, and you're gonna die. Take them with you. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one more here. Wow. I like this one a lot. This is something out of a comic book. It's a streak of lightning through the desert sky. And we see just the shadow of a tank. That's a weapon. What, the lightning is the weapon? Yeah, they would just go out with lightning rods <laughs> and play Highlander in the tank until o something would happen. Operation Zeus. This is called Unit Sizes A. That's not a thing. And here's what it says. Squad, a unit of 6 to 12 soldiers led by a sergeant. A platoon consists of three or four squads plus a platoon leader, usually a lieutenant. <laughs> a company is three to five platoons and a headquarters led by a captain. A troop is when Goofy, his son Max, and Pete 
all get together. And they have themselves a troop of goofs. Yep. And a battalion is something else. Three to five companies plus a headquarters company that has offshore accounts in Ireland. Yeah, and, and Panama. And Panama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I like how sizes. the original front of this card was just statistics of people. Yeah. That's what they turned in. And then the layout people were like, just put lightning on this. Like, <laughs> really? Like, just put lightning on the thing. Shouldn't we do a shot of a bunch <laughs> no. of soldiers together? No. 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 <laughs> no we lightning. have this amazing image. We're yeah. going to use it. I don't want to look at the people who saved <laughs> us or who served for us. I want to look at lightning coming from a tank. That's probably true. That's probably I, what they I, thought Do you of. think that if they was, were sold in Saudi Arabia by people who couldn't read English, they were like, okay, they have tanks that shoot lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck us. <laughs> Fuck us. They have god tanks. <laughs> I do want to point out that the first thing I thought of when it said unit sizes was going to be dicks to dicks. Yeah! <laughs> dicks. Army dicks. Oh, when you get them, man, golf-sized golf war dick, and you're <laughs> shooting and landing <laughs> from your cocksicle. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real weapon of Desert Storm. Yeah, <laughs> you get hit weapon. by the lightning and you just have a tribal tat on your monster dick. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Lee, you sound like a carefree, happy sort of fellow. I, you know, yeah. But you wrote a zine for my publishing company, The Devastator, called yes. Sad Bastard. I did. What is Sad Bastard? What is Sad that like? Sad Bastard is amazing because it encapsulates a certain lifestyle. A lot of magazines like GQ talk about the male that you aspire to be. But Sad Bastard is more about what you really are. <laughs> GQ will show you how to roll your own artisan pizza. And Sad Bastard is more like our recipe for three pizza roll salad. There we go. We've been calling it the Lifestyle Magazine for Men with No Lives. We go to a lot of comic book conventions as Devastator and we exhibit a number of books and Sad Bastards is one of the books. And this will often happen. A couple will pick it up. The wife will pick it up and it will be like, this is you. To the guy. That's when and the guy me? makes a face. Sort of a scowly like. That's mm. wonderful. That's <laughs> all I wanted to do is bring people together. <laughs> you did. That was the entire goal of Sad Bastards. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah, you did it. You can find Sad Bastard at zine stores, at bookstores in LA, and yep. probably most easily at devastatorpress.com. Devastatorpress.com. Yeah. And there were some live shows that were great. Oh, yeah. The we Comedy Central stuff Theater. With it. Yeah. If I get sadder, then I'll do some French fests <laughs> and go back to eating food out of cans and uh, <laughs> having cough syrup for whatever reason. Well, for the reason of trying to embody the life of your character. Sure. Right? Uh, That's it. Getting into character. Getting into That's character. what it is. Yeah. It's devotion to to my craft. <laughs> That's why I'm robo-tripping. Trade! Time to trade, my friend. It's, oh, God, okay. Let's robo-trip the these trades out. All right, so you get these. These okay. are your cards. are The baseball cards are mine. All right. Now I've got a personal stake in this. Because I need to get that F.A. bomber from you because my wife Amanda's father worked on it what as an you, American patriot. What are you going to get me? Well, that's a great what question. Do you, what do you got? Well, let's see what I got here. That's a good question. Let's see if I've got something. You know what? I will give you the one true monster in these monster cards four eyes freddy yeah. the umpire the umpire with the la reference with the la that's reference good. we both have personal joke. stake in this <laughs> i okay. agree okay. It's, that's, it's a good trade done we have an accord <laughs>
All right. How about you, man? Okay. Any of these hot, gross-out cards? I want the Voorhees one because it's the, my roommate's a horror dude. Okay, great. That's so the closest thing I could do to bring that home. All what right, what let's would see. you like? I think there's only Next one want. other card that I truly want, and that is the Party Tank, the what? LVTP. The party tank? Really? No, the unit sizes. <laughs> <laughs> I really want unit Lightning sizes. Tank. Okay. No, I am going to just that. find someone I don't like, put this in their car at the airport. <laughs> Here you go. Boop. You oh are God. done. Hi, bitch. <laughs> You're done. You're done. <laughs> You're <Vanigans>. America. Lee, <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for hanging out yeah, on Two Packs a Week. Me. This is an amazing podcast. I had a lot of fun. Well, thanks so Crazy. much. And thanks so much to Meltdown Comics for having us, as yes. always. Meltdown's the best. Coolest comic book store. Hey, we're leaving a bunch of these cards here. At the store. Come pick them up. Yeah. Two packs a week. Two packs a week, bud. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week. That's T-W-O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. I, just real quick, I, oh, I grabbed the package again. Good. And besides it saying Binocber in Illinois, I'd like to point out that the ingredients for the gum, which are required by law to be listed, <laughs> are dexterous gum base, sugar, corn syrup, artificial flavor, softener, BHT parentheses to maintain freshness. <laughs> well, artificial color. BHT is what does BHT, that? BHT, yo. I guess BHT only works for so long. And anything. <laughs> we're going to list everything else. BHT, just, you know, you don't yo, need to know. BHT. BHT, yo. Uh. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.